entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. The show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builders Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders. That's you, by the way, so you can inspire others. My guest today on the Business Builders Show is Charles T. Lanktree, L-A-N-K-T-R-E-E. And here I'm going to start calling him Charlie. Hi, Charlie Lanktree. How are you? Hey, Marty. How are you doing today? We're doing great. Charlie Charlie Lanktree is the CEO and president of Eggland's Best. I'll just say the name again, and I'm sure you'll get what I mean. Eggland's Best. Now, this May is Small Business Month when we're recording this show, so I thought it was appropriate to have him on the show. Charlie, let's start this way. What has made Eggland's best the success story it is today? And I know it is success, so a success. So talk to me about that. Well, the, the first reason why Eggland's best is such a success is you go back to the, the one fact. We have a better product. Hmm. Uh, people will say, an egg's an egg, oh, it's just an egg. Not true. Eggs are good. Eggland's best is far, far better. And it's it's better how we feed the chickens to get the egg you have. It's how we process it. Every element of the full production process to put an egg on the table is special. That's why, actually, the U.S. government, the Patent and Trademark Office, just gave us our fourth patent. Mm. I mean, a patent mm. for an egg? How can you get that? Mm. It's a patent for the method of producing a verified enriched shell egg. Now, our first patent was called Eggs Compatible with a Cholesterol-Reducing Diet. Okay. And we've gone a long way since then, but we keep on working on it. We keep on changing the feed, changing the system, and... We have a higher nutritional content. I mean, these eggs are better. We have better taste. These eggs have won 17 years in a row, America's best tasting egg. These these eggs, because of the patent, what the patent says, have a little bit reduced risk of certain salmonella because we feed no animal fat. We feed no animal byproducts, Mm. no cookie crumbs, no bakery waste. Mm. It's an all-vegetarian diet. In fact, Marty... These chickens eat better than you do, and they can't cheat on their diet. <laughs> like me. Whereas you and I, we could cheat any time we want. <laughs> right. So it's they a can't. highly controlled product. And, and so the, really the first thing about the product is how, what it was a consumer need. There was a consumer need back when this started. People were giving up eggs. They were reducing their consumption of eggs. Mm-hmm. They, they, oh, eggs were bad. But they wanted to eat eggs. So what we've done, we have an egg that you can eat and be on a healthy, nutritious diet. And 
and it's at glance best. And besides that, it tastes better. Yeah, it says it right on your website. It says yep. better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. So, and that's all true. And that's all true. Well, you're, you're, you're giving me the scoop here. But, Charlie, I'm sitting here and thinking, okay, uh, you're a marketing company. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're an egg company. What, how do I ask this? So, so let me ask it this way. How long have you been with Egg Lens Best? Uh, since before we ever had a product. We started in 1990, I started, and we put Eggland's Best out into the market in 1992. Okay, so stop there. So so I'm going to ask the question this way. How important, in what you've just told me, got you successful? So how important, I'm going to put out three words for you, and I want to, I want to ask you the question and to go deeper on each one of these. How important was leadership? How important was process? And how important was culture? Getting Eggland's Best to where it is today, how important was leadership, yours and others? Talk to me about that. Well, I hope it was very important (laughs) because it was me. (laughs) But uh, leadership is important by setting priorities, by setting parameters, Mm. and by, in our case, making sure we had the right product and we wouldn't compromise. Mm. So from that standpoint, it's always important. Leadership is also important. By another, you always talk about the four P's, you know, the right product in the right place at the right price. When the mm-hmm. leadership is also important of hiring the right people. Mm-hmm. And Eggland's best is a team. We don't have, we're our big, big company from a standpoint of sales and whatnot, but we don't have a lot of people. Mm. Our franchisees have 130 million chickens, mm. but we don't have a lot of people. So we run this, speaking of culture, like a small business. Interesting. I mean, we run it very, very small. There's not a lot of layers in our company. People are empowered to do their job and get the job done. So it's it's run. It still is run like a small business. Our salespeople out in the field, they're not called salesmen. They're called business managers. Mm. Each have their own section of the country where they work with our egg producers and they work with our retailers and they make sure they're marketing and selling the product successfully. Hmm. So, so, so leadership leads to culture and culture. You, you always have the process involved to, to make sure, you know, you're, you're just not compromising. You're not compromising on people. You're not you compromising go. on the, the product and you don't want to compromise. Oh, do this and make this bigger and make this. Yes, we make it bigger. We've had 20 consecutive years of double digit unit wow. sales growth. Wow. Okay. We are the third in all of dairy, in all of the United States last year, the way they calculate it. We are the third largest product wow. in the dairy. That's incredible. So, That's yeah, incredible. Kraft cheese was second, and Shibani yogurt was fourth, and we were third. That's good company, Charlie. <laughs> My- well, I would hope they would think it's good company, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, it very much is. Yeah, it is. It, Absolutely. These are a big volume product. Yeah. My guest is Charles T. Lanktree, L-A-N-K-T-R-E-E. He is the president and CEO of Eggland's Best. And you can learn more about this whole category and eggs and Charlie at egglandsbest.com. So we talk to a lot of small and midsize uh, companies, uh, Charlie. So talk to me about, you've been explaining, I guess, the way you differentiated your product. Can you 
give me some advice or give my the folks who listen to the show some advice in terms of how they might be uh, help uh, differentiate their business? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think you start one of two ways. You start with the consumer. Mm. Now, I don't care if it's a consumer packaged goods product like Eggland's Best or like margarines or butter or whatever it is. You're the consumer eating it. Or let's say you're in the technical field and you're doing computer programs and whatnot. You still have a consumer. Mm. So what does that consumer want? So put that on one side. The other side is, what do you have to offer? Mm-hmm. And many times in small business, and you see this in a lot of very small business, oh, there really has to be, oh, I'd love to open up a restaurant and I want to put all the ovens in and I want to put this in and get the whatever. And then they don't know who their customer is and they don't know that they don't have the right real estate. Mm. And they spend a lot of money up front on all these things, but their actual product is not going to survive because of a lot of reasons. So sometimes just because you have a product, that doesn't mean you have a business. Mm. And so you want to make sure you look at the consumer, whoever that consumer is, and then relate it back to your product. And can they relate? Can you give something to them? Can Mm. you make them feel better? Can you make life easier for them? Mm. There's all these reasons. Wow. You could have a product and, and, also, as you go along the way, check your ego at the door. There you go. It's not that you have to have my product. It's what do you want and what can I do for you? So many times people say, I invented this and I invented this. And you have some great scientists. And how many of the scientists are never running companies? Because <laughs> you cannot take that next step and relate it to sales and to marketing and whatnot, because if the cash register doesn't ring, yep, <laughs> you have nothing else. You have, you don't have anything. If customers aren't willing to buy it, and if they don't feel great about buying it, and if they're not willing to come back for it, um, I don't know if you had a business. You know, I, I have to say this too. You know, just before you came on, Charlie, we had a person named Lindsay Peterson, and she wrote a great book. It's called Forging an Ironclad Brand. Forging an Ironclad Brand. You know, we talked about similar things. You're echoing, you're strengthening with real experience what what Lindsay was talking to us about. So, okay. Yes. We got to focus on the consumer. Um, So talk to me about some challenges you might see. You mentioned a couple. You mentioned one there. Maybe they don't have their consumer, but they don't understand their consumer. Once they've launched and they're growing, they're kind of in that space or in that phase of their business. Do you see some of them making mistakes like over and over again? Oh, absolutely, all the time. And and part of it is in the spending, mm. and part of it is in, let's call it the selling and, and whatnot. As an example, the egg business is a very interesting business. Our price literally stays fairly much the same because ours is not based on supply and demand. Ours is based on our secret formula that they're, we're feeding the chickens. Mm-hmm. And the same formula in 58 different farms in 32 states. So we're in 50 states, and we're also providing local, local product where we are. Mm-hmm. We have the best of national and the best of local. But when, we, when you look at the competition as such, the generic eggs, 
one day uh, this price could be 50 cents for generic eggs, and that's what it's being sold for. Another time, it could be 288. Mm. And, that, and that's a fact, and it was within six months of each other. So how you react in that business situation, what do you do to your brand? Mm. Um, and, and that shows, and what you have to build up, you have to build up a loyalty. You build up that consumer loyalty where people say, hey, this product is worth more because it tastes better, it is better, it looks better. And you take all those things down the road and, and they will not go for short-term price decreases on regular eggs. Because so, so, Charlie, that makes me think, let me jump in, that makes me think sure. of just how important, and I'm asking this question, just how important is your brand? It's, it's as important as your name is to you, Marty. Mm. It's that important. It is the most important thing mm-hmm. because from that brand is what you're selling. From that brand is your image. From that brand is, is your product and how people react to it. And and so as you look at Eggland's best over the years, we've always want to fulfill by having the finest, finest product out there. That is our brand, and our brand is so important we put an EB for Eggland's Best stamped on every egg. On every egg. Every time I look at that, I go, how in the heck do they do that? And, and you don't know how difficult it was. To keep these <laughs> I can <chickens> imagine. <laughs> to do this. Yeah, but that's well, branding. I mean, I love, every time I see that, I go like, wow, this yeah. pride. This is pride and work. Long time to treat to teach those chickens how to do that. But, you know. <laughs> That'd be great, huh? So uh, brand. No, and, no, but, but we're very proud of that, and you sure. have to have it on there. Sure. And, well, and what's inside is what then counts. Well, I guess, I guess the lesson, uh, I'm gonna, don't, put, don't put words in your mouth, I'm going to interpret this way, is that, and I know that we do this. This is not, this is not blowing smoke. My wife will buy a glance best. She pays no attention to the price. So please keep it fair, Charlie. Yeah, you know? we do. No, <laughs> we want to keep it very, very yeah, fair. Because, because we want everybody to have the opportunity to buy a glance. So, so that's the brand being so important and backing it up with having better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. That's branding. So whether or not you're Clorox or you're Glad or you're, or you're Joe's Plumbing, um, yes. You have to have that brand, right? I mean, you have to spend time to build that up. So, um, so I guess you're telling me, but give me more advice on. You're telling me how Eggland's best is staying ahead of the competition. Um, maybe we've already talked about. Maybe give a few more tips on how these younger business people may want to stay ahead of their competition. Well, first, they also have to have their own passion. And you can never negate the great passion of, a, of an individual entrepreneur. Mm. And some people, no matter what they're going to sell, their passion is going to help them along the way. Mm-hmm. But, but again, it's, it's how they define what they are selling and how they define the consumer that they want to uh, sell it to. Mm. And, and, and that's the key because... A product is not a product unless it sells. Mm. So you can have all these different great things, and there are so many great innovative ideas and stuff out there, 
but you got to get it to the point that somebody wants to buy it. So they they they, they don't have to spend some of, some of it can be trial and error because you're I sure. mean here's a small entrepreneur just starting out. Some of it you may have to spend a little money to check out, but you have to keep on listening. Um, oh boy, we have uh, we yeah. have an eight hundred number, and people call in the eight hundred numbers, and they give us compliments, and they sometimes they don't compliment. Mm. Each one of those you learn from that mm. you're doing this right or this is wrong. And when you have all these chickens out there producing eggs every day, you have to make sure. You're as good as is the worst production you had that day, mm. and you know we reject. You're going to find this one crazy. We get, we're going to re, we reject each day six hundred thousand eggs that do not meet our standards. Wow! So wow. you got it. You, you're saying to the customer, "Hey, these didn't even make our standards." And then they get out there in the to the marketplace, and we hope they, you know, they stay perfect all the way through the system. So that when you crack open an EB, you know, you know, hey, this is this is a special egg. So these these young entrepreneurs, you know, they they just have to desire to serve, desire to be successful and provide what their customer wants. So so listen carefully, do the research. Certainly some trial and error, but not with foods. Quality has to be always in there. Um, uh, I'm summing it up in my mind. So, again, my guest is Charles T. Langtree. He is the president and CEO of Eggland's Best. We're honored to have him with us today. And, and, and May is the Small Business Month, so these lessons are so good and so relevant. Charlie, we need to wrap up. Uh, a week ago for a long time, as you're sitting there, are you thinking, well, he didn't ask me this question, or would you like to wrap it up in a certain way? No, the only way I would wrap it up is as you look at the show, Business Builders, two things. We talked about having the consumer and having the right product. Don't think you have to do everything yourself mm. because many, many people take – and I won't say they're control freaks, but they, I want this, I want this, I want this, and I got to do this myself. And sometimes I'm not an expert at lots of things. In fact, I'm not an expert at most things. <laughs> but what you have to do is you have to make sure you get as much good input from the right people so that you can process it and make a, a decision to move forward. Don't think you can, you know everything yourself and don't think you can do everything yourself. And sometimes you'd rather not have anybody involved and have not have any partners or whatnot. And that might be the case. But sometimes you may need partners, partners with money or partners with ideas or partners with special uh, abilities. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't be afraid to reach out for that type of person because in the long run, you're looking to build a business, and, you know, most people uh, that I do business with and stuff, they'd rather have 10% or 5% of a very large business than 100% of nothing. Mm. Mm. And and so that's the way you have to look at it in a broader perspective. Yeah. Charlie, none of us do it alone. 
And if you do want to scale a business, you're not going to do it alone. So tremendous advice for business owners of all sizes, but especially for small and mid-sized businesses. So again, Charles T. Langtree, I've been calling him Charlie. He's the CEO and president of Egland's Best. Reach out to eglandsbest.com. See their website. You'll see the quality coming through on that website. That's part of marketing, by the way, is what the website looks like, what it feels like. Charlie's discussion today is all part of marketing and all is all part of the brand. So, Charlie Langtree, thank you so much for being part of the Business Builders Show. Marty, it's been my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Business Builders Show. To learn more about me, and I'm Marty Wolf, go to MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. That's MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. To learn more about Kelly Hoey, go to her website, which is jkellyhoey.co. That's jkellyhoey.co. And, of course, you can find Kelly and Marty on LinkedIn and Twitter. A reminder, you can find all our Business Builders shows on iTunes, Spotify, and on your favorite podcast app. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf.